Okay, Rod, before we get going with our topics, I wanted to get your, your, I just wanted, I want you to boil down your New York City jury experience into, I don't know, some, some nicely encapsulated, uh, summary. Thoughts? Go. My, my time on the jury. Um. Go. So my thoughts are that this was, so the, on the first day, so you know I got selected for the jury, right? Are you aware of this? <laughs> yes. Yes. I was following your Twitter feed diligently. Yes. So I quite literally, like, everybody was just like, bring a book. Like, you're going to be chilling. I literally brought a laptop, my charger, snacks, like two books, like very, very, um, just like really ambitious and quite literally. I, just in case you finish the first one. Yeah, just in case I finish my work and a novel. Like, mm-hmm, like I'm not sure yeah. what my plan was there. So I'm quite literally not kidding. They're like, all right, guys. So, you know, just hang here. And we'll call you if we need you. I took out my laptop, placed it on this like table that I like caught for myself. I opened the lid of the laptop. And before it could even like boot up for me to put, my password in. They were like, Rod Bass in there. I was like, are you fucking kidding? Like, okay. <laughs> so like, just like quietly unpacked, like packed my laptop back up and like went into the room. And I was like, all right, this will be like pretty chill. And I'm like sitting in the audience and like, all right, so we're just going to like randomly select um, 12 jurors to go into the jurors box. And we're going to ask you guys questions. And I was like, Ugh. and they were like, you can't use your phone. And I was like, great. So I have to just sit here for, and before I could even finish, like, oh, yeah, before I could even literally go, oh, brother, I have to sit here and do nothing. They literally were like, all right, juror number one, Rod Baston Mayor. I was like, it's just like, are you actually kidding? Like, <laughs> and like my thought the night before was, ugh, like I really need to trim my beard. Like it's so full and actually stopped myself. Cause I was like, maybe some like quiet prejudice will like, kick in if they see me with this beard and they like won't select me like no dice babe like quite literally chosen so i sit my ass in the jurors box i'm just gonna fast forward (laughs) not only was my ass selected for the jury i was the four person who had to read the verdict (laughs) oh god like just so much i'm like looking over at this guy just like he's like And I'm like, we the jury, I, the defendant. Just like, I'm so sure I'm going to be like found <laughs> and like pushed against like a dumpster and just like treated like the town bicycle, which I'm like used to, but those days are behind me. I'm not 19 anymore, Jack. Um, right. Right, this right. isn't a music festival, you know? Um, so, so it was interesting. So I actually like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I honestly, like, loved it. Like, I thought the whole thing was really... Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah, I really loved it. I, so, you little f- fucking power-hungry little fucking <laughs> weasel. Like, literally, like, a weaselly house of cards. I literally was just, like, watching, and I was like, I could game this fucking system from with my hands tied. <laughs> just, like, watching everyone. I was like, uh. this is pathetic. Like, they don't know how to, like, win over a room and, like, undo an entire system. Like, I'll show them. But also in my head, I was imagining how funny it would be if I, like, stood up when they asked me to read the verdict and the first thing I said was, like, you're not gonna regret this. Thank you for this honor. It has been everything (laughs) serving here today. Like, taking it very seriously. But the actual jury selection process was, like, amazing. This was before they chose me, like, I was in the box and had to like that to see if I was biased or not. So I wasn't sure if I was going to be selected or not, but that process was so interesting. I was like literally obsessed. Like 
it was just so yeah. intimate. Like, people were revealing such private information in such a sort of, like, like, such a casual way, just by virtue of, like, the fact that they had to, kind of, like, the, so yeah. it was a criminal case. I can talk about it now because the case is over. It lasted five days. Um, and it was a it was an armed robbery. So the case was about this guy who Ooh. stole two cars. And in opening statements, both the prosecution and the defense. So the defense, like, came forward and did their opening statement. And they basically were like, this guy stole two cars. Like, that is a fact. Like, we're not going to attempt to, like, contest that. The question was rather whether or not it was armed robbery, like whether or not he had a gun. So Is he yeah, it was crazy. It was really interesting. So as a result, all of the, the initial questions regarding, um, or like to figure out if the jurors would be biased, was all related to people's history with gun violence or like robbery or armed robbery yeah. or just things <laughs> that would make them intrinsically kind of like you know question this guy's right. like morality right if you've ever had like a loved one who got arrested for armed robbery or you were a victim of armed exactly. robbery or whatever exactly that kind of but stuff but what was really interesting was like so there were some people for like one person literally was like my son was murdered at 14 <laughs> and just like fuck ta- and like just like said it and it was so intense like she was fuck. fine because she's obviously it's, it was a long long time ago I could tell but I was just like yeah. Jesus Christ like is this what's uh, going on here? And then, like, what was crazy was there were other yeah. people who, like, were coming up with, like, crazy reasons just to, like, get out of it because they clearly didn't want to do jury duty. The most insane thing was, like, does anyone here have, like, any reason that they think that they might not be able to serve? And one person raised their hand, and he, and he was like, yeah, I'm Jewish. <laughs> and, like, the judge was like, I'm, I'm sorry. And he was like, yeah, I'm Jewish, so. <laughs> and it was just, like, silent, and the lawyers were like, um and the judge was like okay would you like to approach the bench he's like yeah i would and like walked up and they had like a little powwow and then he like left i was like are you kidding me like what yeah it was so weird and then there was this like new jersey woman who had i'm not kidding three toe rings she was wearing flip-flops and three toe rings but she was also pregnant so it was like hi it was so cute but then i know but then in my head i was like bitch like your feet are about to like get so big you're never getting those toe rings off three like i hope you like them they're stuck forever and she like put her feet yeah she like put her feet up against like the sort of juror's wall and i just kept staring at her toes i was like fucking toe rings and at what and she was just i don't get i don't get i was like don't get me started they seemed like so uncomfortable toe rings plus flip-flops like i already hate flip-flops i'm like why is there something just in the middle of my toes like this is so uncomfortable um and she was just saying like the craziest things they were like and she was just, like, so, like, combative for no reason. Like, when they were talking to her individually, she they were, like, um, the question they opened with to, like, ease us was, like, do you guys watch TV shows? Like, what TV shows do you watch? Just to, like, get people to, like, talk, like an icebreaker almost. And we went down in a line. Yeah. I was, like, we watch this, I watch this. And it got to her, and she's, like, um, I mean, I've seen TV, and, like, I do watch it. And he was, like, yeah, right, okay. So, you know, what do you, what do you watch? She was, like, I mean, like, I definitely, there's, like, shows I watch, like, I mean, like, yeah, like, I've seen, like, I watch Law & Order SVU, but it's not like I'm obsessed. <laughs> and he was, like, that's what? <laughs> it was so weird. Toe Ring was, like, so. Like, are you obsessed with SVU? Yeah, like, we didn't even mention SVU. Like, it's, like I think she yeah, knew that he yeah. was trying to see if, like, we've watched true crime and whether we have, like, inborn biases of how we think the system works. And, like, she sort of, oh. like, jumped to, like, 
almost where he was going. But it was like so such a weird strategy on her part that it just made her seem paranoid about the fact that she was worried people might realize she like loves Law and Order. Like right. literally, she was just like, yeah, like yeah. I mean, like I don't watch all of them, but like I do like like Criminal Intent. He was like, okay, like, <laughs> thank you, ma'am. Like, and yeah. this kept pro pro tip if you're trying to hide like details, don't jump right. right to the detail you're trying to hide. Right, exactly. And at one point, it was so funny because then when we got to like the details about the gun, and they got charged, they were like, "Do you think you have any biases?" She was like, "I don't feel really comfortable saying it out loud, but I would like to approach the bench, yeah, and tell you quietly about a bias I had." <laughs> and they were like, "All right, like, just get up." And then she, like, walks her, like, toe-ringed ass up over to the bench and then immediately speaks at this volume (laughs) so we could all hear her. Like, everyone leans in for it to be quiet, and she's like, yeah, so, like, my father was held at gunpoint. Like, I'm not comfortable. They're like, okay, oh, my God. So, like, they sent her ass home, obviously, immediately. And, like, because I had these, like, lunatics in the box, obviously I got chosen. I was so, like, fine and okay. And then we broke for a lunch that was quite literally two hours. I was like, this is, like, the most leisurely lunch I've ever seen. And when we came back, someone was just missing. Like, someone just didn't show up. What? (laughs) They were like, Jordan Dunn. Jordan done and they were like well all right <laughs> it was like this is fucked this guy up just fucking bounce. it was so weird the whole process was weird but something i really noticed that was kind of bizarre and i do talk about it in this month's soda fridge which like i have to send out is that like i realized for the first time like how insane it is that this entire like basically you have to find people or ask people to put aside put like experiences that they've had on this planet as humans that have like and ask and ask them to consider whether or not these experiences have formed like the idea of asking someone to decide whether or not they have a bias is like so crazy it's like such an intense question like no you don't really know how to answer that for sure off top i mean some people did like the woman whose like son was murdered was like i don't know if i can hear a story about a gun and not like go into the worst case because the worst yeah because like the worst thing imaginable happened to happen to this woman which is she lost her child so like that okay for sure there were other people who were like you know it was an interesting thing and it was interesting to be like this entire system which is of course like we know relatively broken but for you know for a myriad of reasons is contingent on like our ability to separate our experiences from what's being asked of us i don't know it was just like it made me realize that like law is such a philosophical like bizarre profession or like um yeah i don't know it's just like a, it's a weird practice <clears throat> the idea yeah ju- justice is kind of uh i mean they right ideally it's supposed to be blind but that's you know can never that's never totally it's true. never true like how can uh, that be like i think like yeah it's really bizarre we need robots we this need is, robots. this is this is why we need ai right this would be a good scenario totally for, get get rid of all the ro- the human judges get us some fucking beautifully uh shiny robot overlord judges yeah uh and then uh yeah watch them work yeah that's what i think should honestly happen. like i feel like the jurors like after they present like a case for like six days one of the jurors could be like like thank you for that presentation however the defendant's heartbeat never rested and we know he is lying like immediately right. <laughs> like oh jesus exactly <laughs> yeah yeah Totally. Right. I mean, it's so wild. Calculations indicate that defendant is guilty. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Like after six minutes. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's 11 jurors and just one loser. <laughs> like, I agree right. with that vacuum cleaner. <laughs> um, It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing is weird. I mean, like, even just proving, like, intent. Like, what? That is just such a, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, what are you asking? I don't know. The whole and you have to prove crazy. it. You have to prove it within 
and you, you you have to prove it without like any doubt. Like there can be no doubt. If there's any doubt in any part of like the defense's argument, then it's like you got to acquit. Right, exactly, which is actually what ended up happening. Like we went in and because I was the four person, I like led a majority of like the conversation <laughs> in the back. Um and I yeah. really pushed for the fact that like I didn't feel like they'd proven beyond a reasonable doubt that he had a gun. Like and that there's a part of me that thinks, like, there's a really good chance he did, but I'm not sure. And if I'm not sure, then it's definitely, you right. know, it was just a really, like, weird position to be in, um, to really have to consider, I don't know, to consider um, what I think versus, like, what is being asked of me. <clears throat> and then and then to sort of right. decide this dude, the verdict, like... I kept waiting for, I felt like we were giving our advice and someone else would make the final decision. But in my head, obviously I knew that we were making the decision, but it kept feeling like that. Like we were almost like being consultants, but it's like, no, we're literally deciding uh, this dude's yeah. situation. No, you guys are, yeah, you're, you're the one, dude. It's so intense. It was really intense. So then we like do it and we go in the back and then we're all like, bye you guys. Cause we, you know, spent five days together and it was like, see ya, bye. Friends forever. Oh my God. Like we barely spoke, but like it was still very just like, see ya, bye. Um, and then oh. I like step outside <laughs> and this dude, the defendant's mother is in the hallway, like sobbing. <laughs> and it was like, oh yeah, this was like five days of my life and like three hours of deliberation. And then like 20 minutes of, you know, um, oratory work on my part. And then, and then it's this guy's life after that. And it was just right. a really... Yeah, this guy's got to deal with it for life. Yeah, and I don't know. It was really... It was intense, and it was the way we were sort of... I don't know. Thinking of it as, like, a job was really interesting. To think of just everyone's everyone in that room who's not in the audience or whatever um, as, doing, as doing a job was really interesting to me because it was, like, they're showing up mm. for... They're, you know, they're reporting for duty and they're doing what they have to do, but, like, what they have to do affects somebody else in a way that's not professional. It's inherently personal. It's their life. I don't know. It was really... It was everything I basically assumed jury duty would be, which is, like, I was kind of... You know, I think I said on the episode I was kind of excited for it, right? I think I, like, alluded to the fact that, like... <clears throat> you were. Yeah, I was, like, I kind of think excited. that I'm going to be... As somebody who, like, loves observing people and, like, I love how people talk. Like, I love, like, little, like, ticks that they have. Like, I just, like, it's... For people watching, this was, like, the fucking, like, Super Bowl. It was so much fun. I was obsessed. But then I felt guilty because this woman's, like, crying outside because her son is going to, you know. I mean, he got the he got the right. lowest. He's going to get the lowest sentence possible. We found him right. not guilty he on got three major The best charges. possible outcome. Exactly. Like, she's crying, but, like, you know, there was no situation in which she wouldn't be crying today. But she's crying. I wanted to almost go over to her and be like, you're crying less than you would, I promise. But, like, what? I can't even. I wasn't allowed to oh. talk to them. I just felt so bad, you yeah. know. And it's weird because, like, my bias is that I have so much empathy for him just by virtue of the fact that, like, I just feel for him, you know? Even though he did steal this car and, like, I don't know. It was weird. It was, yeah. it's tough. It's, well, it was really tough. But, um. It's a tough, it's a tough thing to, to go through, you know? It is. But I am excited so. to announce that I'm launching a personal brand, Rod Bastenmare, former juror. It is a lifestyle fitness <laughs> brand. Um. Where we, oh. it's gonna be an app where every day there will be like workout regimen, like smoothies that all relate to like what I did during my week at jury duty. Um, so this is right. gonna be the beginning of a small little empire for yours truly. Wink. I'm pretty excited. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I'll sign up. I'm gonna sign up. Please do. It's um sixty seven dollars a month. What? Mm -hmm. It's like a you know. It's... What is this? What is this noise? What is that noise? 
Rod. What? Hello? We have breaking news. What? We have breaking news on the Good Friends podcast. What? Stephen K. Bannon is out. Stephen K. Bannon is out? Stephen KKK Bannon is out. I just stole your joke. Wait, wait is he actually? What are you talking about? <laughs> Stephen K. Bannon, yeah, that piece out. of expired baloney is out? <laughs> yeah, he's not working for Mr. Donald Trump anymore, apparently. Um, okay. <laughs> so, Steve, so... Did you like my little bre- Stephen K. <laughs> Did you Bannon? Like my breaking news? Yeah, I mean, I feel broken. All right, you're telling me that that <laughs> sentient piece of boiled ham in a suit is leaving the White House? Yes, yes. The human scab is is uh, the the guy who looks like the the patch of skin that's on your skin that's a little bit lighter than the rest of it because there was a scab there. Right, right. He's out. Yeah, human melanoma and White House strategist right. Chief KKK Bannon. Yes. Wait, that's... Human case of psoriasis. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, looking at Bannon, I mean, I've made this joke on Twitter a million times, but it's really not a joke. Like, I'm looking at this motherfucker's face, and I'm thinking, like, <laughs> when y'all say, like, the master race, like, how can you yeah. look <laughs> at Steve Bannon? How can you... Okay, how can Steve Bannon and, like, Idris Alba be in a room together... <laughs> And Steve Bannon is like, um, right. yeah, I think we know. Yeah, I, I think we know yeah. who's the king here. Like, <laughs> you look like literally. He looks like um, like turkey innards. You know, like the thing you like pull out of a turkey. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, he's like a nightmare. So he has left the White House, which I'm sure. Uh, okay, so no let's let's break it down. What is the narrative going to be? Trump will say that he fired Steve Bannon or that he like asked him to resign. Bannon will surely say that he decided to quit himself. I Here's here's what's going to be. Yeah. Okay, this is my guess. Trump is they're going to it's going to be amicable. Trump's not going to say like he's garbage. He's not going to blast the guy. Yeah, this will be a cleaner he's exit. Say like clean exit. We thank Stephen for his time in the White House. He's a valuable asset to the thing. Uh, you know, I'm sure Trump fired him probably because of that interview he gave to what? I don't. What was the name of the publication? The American Reader. Know. Is it the American Reader? Prospect. The American Prospect. Yes. Yeah, the American whatever. The American Prospect. So, but then I'm. I guarantee you. Uh, you know, Bannon is still going to be influencing Trump, but instead of you know, from a position inside the White House, it's going to be from Breitbart.com. Yeah, I mean, Trump still has the same cell phone he's had since before he became president, which is, like, insane. Um, yeah. You know, multiple reporters, most notably Maggie Maggie Haberman? Maggie Haberman? I always forget how... I, I never, Maggie Haberman. Haberman, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, like, you know, still has his, like, personal cell phone. I don't know, like, if she picks it up all the time when she calls, but just, like, the fact that a sitting president has retained the same, like, Sprint phone number. I mean, like, I don't even want to get into it. Um... <laughs> Of all the things he's done, like, no other president has done, that's, like, the least interesting. But it's also not, because, like, that's it. That's an insecure, that's an unsecured line. Like, that's the same as, like, an email right. server. I mean, it's just, like, his hypocrisy is, like, its own subject. Yeah, it's the same thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Ban- Bannon will have, will surely have Trump's ear for as long as he means. I mean, this is, like, the crazy, crazy thing. It's, like, it's, like, I... 
there's like so many this like the disaster of this moment is this like Russian nesting doll where like there is like the big doll which is that like America as like a concept <laughs> and as like a nation and as a superpower will be like undone and then you like undo that and like within yeah. it it's sort of like okay all of our like relationships to other countries and all of our like trade deals and all the things that like you know make us noble in the eyes of other places will be undone and then within that it's sort of like there is going to be like hotly contested like issues that won't be resolved on our ground it's like you keep going you keep going you keep going but like the small one mm-hmm. that like to me is still just as crazy as like the big russian nesting doll is like i've never seen an administration where it's so clear that, like, nobody is working together. Nobody. Like, this is <laughs> not a yeah. team at all. And, like, I've known that for a while. Like, we've sort of known that. But, like, with Bannon's, like, stepping away, you really realize that this whole thing is, like, it's just, like, a bunch of people in a room. It's, like, the worst party in the world. It's basically just, like, a bunch of people with, like, nothing in common except this, like, one person whose attention and affection and influence they want. <laughs> who like doesn't care about them and like yeah. oh my god it's just so fucking crazy yeah he's like the head of the household during like the world's worst thanksgiving dinner Yeah, exactly the world's worst thanksgiving dinner. like everyone's fighting like bannon and like Priebus or whatever were like the brothers who like are always competing and fighting smooch is like the neighbor like the rat neighbor who like comes over every year and everyone's like fucking smooch kellyanne conway's obviously the drunk (laughs) drunk drunk wife right like right yeah it's there yeah and and but bannon's either the brother or again he's the turkey innard in the trash can in the kitchen (laughs) like unclear yeah and ivanka yeah, and Ivanka is the uh, the hot daughter that, that Trump wants to have sex Yeah, I was going to say, Ivanka is not at the table because she's, like, under it, like, blowing her dad. Like, I don't know, like, what the fuck that is, <laughs> but, like, that's where she is. Like, he's, like, skull-fucking his daughter, yeah. like, under the dinner table, and, like, the table that's is, so like, sweet. shaking, and no one's saying anything. Except Kelly and Conway, who's like, is it an right. earthquake, or am I drunk? And it's like, both, yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Yeah, Kelly and Conway's like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, well. Yeah, she's like, I'm not hungry. I had 16 benzos. Mm. Like, girlfriend. Yeah. I've had three martinis and seven Xanax. I'm good. Yeah, she's like eating the turkey baster. Like, this drumstick tastes weird. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. So that was the breaking news. Now, as far as, like, what this means, I don't think anybody knows. We don't know. Probably not even people working in the White House. We don't know. But we do know this. Uh, we know this. Bannon said he would, he literally said he would only last eight months in an, in an inter- in many said? interviews before. Yes. He, like, or he alluded to the fact yeah. that, like, he doesn't see his tenure at the White House lasting, like, an entire term, an entire administration, even halfway through term. He quite literally said, like, I don't imagine I'll be in here in eight months. I think it was, like, an interview with, like, maybe, like, the New York Times or, um, or like, huh. someone, like, in back in, like, um, um, when was it? Like, yeah, back in, like, January or, like, back in, like, dis- November, December, um, like, right before hmm. the inauguration. And that's exactly right, you know? So part of me thinks he's yeah. the architect of his own dismissal. But the question would be, like, why? Like, why would, is it, is it the infighting? Has he lost... Trump, you know what? What's weird about Bannon and Trump is like they've never. It, it, everyone else's relationship with them has sort of like wavered or kind of like loosened in some way. And for me, like, like our attention on Bannon may have like gone up and down. And I know that at one point or another, Trump was very like has been like on the record as sort of, or it's been leaked that Trump was like 
angry that Time yeah. Magazine put Bannon <clears throat> right. on the cover and called him like the great manipulator and implied that a majority of like yeah. Trump's win was like you know um, arch- was like the ar- the architecture of which was like designed by Bannon and Trump of course doesn't want to give any credit to anyone so like he re- yeah. resents Bannon for like getting any attention so I don't know I I kind of have this feeling that like their relationship is like somehow you know. I don't know if it's cooled or not, but I kind of think it's fine. And even chill. though Bannon's like leaving, yeah, I it's d- still chill. I think, yeah, I think he'll still have his ear, which is like really scary in some way. I don't know if this is like good or we don't know anything. It's just things happening. It's just always yeah. things happening. But it, but him leaving so soon after after the Charlottesville um, disaster is really bizarre. It almost feels like he just like it is lit weird. the world on fire and was like, bah. like my work here's done. Yeah, it's weird because he could be such a good scapegoat for Trump. I mean, if Trump cared for like one iota about his like public perception, public perception he could easily just be like, yeah, he could easily just be like, Steve Bannon's the one who's been advising me and all this shit about Charlottesville. I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. If he was just even a little bit like apologetic, he could easily just pin 100% of the blame on Bannon. Totally, totally. It's it's completely true. <clears throat> that's how you know that the relationship is like relatively like solid because at like the end of the day, yeah. like our naivete, like the, you know, broader American left's naivete for the most part is trying to identify like who in the cabinet is like lighting these fuses. And like, if we get rid of them, we will finally reach like equilibrium again, which like isn't, isn't true, right? Like, you know, Bannon is not the reason, is not the sole reason that like white supremacists marched on Charlottesville and like killed someone last week, you know, like, that like there's a yeah. part of me that kept thinking this week i don't know if you were thinking this week, maybe you were where i kept being like if trump wasn't president like isn't there still like a really good tra- chance this rally was going to happen anyway like these like tectonic plates started shifting last year and regardless of the election's outcome at a certain point it kind of became clear that like you know we would go back to some type of sanity of course and like the ramifications would be like less yeah. gnarly but like something like people had been given permission to do something and to be something really scary and it wasn't going to go away in a calendar year mm. to me at least it didn't it didn't mm. seem like that. like so you know but yeah if trump wanted to sort of like you know take the bait of our desire for that kind of easy narrative of like okay i fired bannon like you know, that's my acquiescing to this whole like yeah. white nationalist moment. Um, you know, he would, but one, he doesn't give a shit, and two, he doesn't want to lose that group support because he's the only thing he cares about right. is the election and re-election, and that's his base. You know, like he just doesn't want to rile them up or make them angry. He can't because all he he's so excited to run again. That's the only thing he wants to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? He doesn't want to leave. Yeah, he's already campaigning. <laughs> He's already campaigning. He's already campaigning. Did you see he's going to Arizona. he's going to Arizona for like a campaign rally? Yeah, and I'm like, the, the fuck, campaign dude? is fucking over, you lunatic. Like, you are the president, but all he cares is about winning. Even after he's won. He's so empty. It's so sad. Like, he's it's yeah. so sad. Like when he dies, I think I do this all the time with like famous people where I'm like, what's gonna happen when they die? Like you know, like, what is the reaction yeah. going to be when, like, Madonna dies? What is it going to be when Paul McCartney dies? Like, what is the thing? And, like, Trump is, like, be like, what is that? What are those reflections going to be? What are those, like, obits going to be? You know, how do we reflect on Hopefully it's just, <laughs> I think the best way, and, like, I know, I don't know, I think the best way to just remember, like, I kind of thought, think this about, like, there's going to be a big rally at another, like, 
Unite the Right protest in San Francisco in like a week and a half. Yeah, Chrissy Field. Or a week from a week from tomorrow. And like part of me is like, shit, that's fucked up. Like I want to go out there and like stomp around and be heard. But then part of me is like, if everyone just didn't show up. Yeah, it would just happen and like, go away. Would that would well, yeah, would that be would that be like better for for like our society because like it means you know there's no attention on it we, we, you know <clears throat> when we when you when people show up to like combat these white supremacists it's almost like you're giving them an audience agreed agreed so i think i don't know i think yeah i think it's either you got to show up and you either have to show up and totally just like be there to support the people that you're with and not even like be mean just be there to like be filled with love and like i don't know do like a the Who's from Whoville and The Grinch Stole Christmas. Right, They're all standing around a right. tree singing, and the the Grinch is like, the Grinch is like, what the fuck? Like they're supposed to get angry, right, right, right. But right. they're too busy like being cool, and he chills out. So it's either you got to do that or just not show up at all. I think those are the two things. So like, if Trump die when he dies, if he dies, he's probably he probably has some schemes. He's probably going to Walt Disney himself, right? <laughs> you know, cut his head off and like cryogenically freeze it. Yeah. But when you know, whenever that happens, I think. I'm just going to be like, fuck that guy, and then go about my day. Totally. Even if he Futurama, like, floating heads himself, like, fuck it. But no, you're so right. You're it's right. true. I mean, like, in that interview with the American Prospect that Bannon gave, there's that moment where he, like, he does mention, he's sort of like, you know, as long as the left keeps, like, focusing on race and identity and racism and identity, um, yeah. like, the Democrats are losing because we're going to keep pushing, like, a nationalist economic policy platform, and that's how the Republicans will win. And there's, like, a certain degree to which he's right. It's so shitty. It's so shitty. I it's, fucking hate that. I mean, but, like, the, that's what the right is. What's, like, really, like, insane about these nationalists is that, like, they're so keenly aware of kind of, like, the optics of this situation. And, like, they yeah. want to present themselves as victims. A lot of them, those smart ones, um, are dressing up, you know, more cleanly. Like, Richard Spencer literally looks like fucking, right. like, like yeah. he could yeah dapper, dapper dapper white supremacist yeah he looks like macklemore's like business school sliding doors like clone i don't know um and so they do want to like you know create like a at least like a visual narrative that could paint themselves that could paint the left as being like um as i mean it's obvious what they want radical. us to be like yeah like yeah. the left is radical in how they're trying to silence everyone's opinion who's different from theirs but of course the left is like it's yeah. not like we hate i mean like the look the left is like you know, ridiculously, like, reactionary and volatile when it comes... Like, the idea of being triggered is getting obviously out of control, but the notion that, like, we have mm -hmm. to indulge hate speech is insane. Like, hate speech, right. like, that right. incites violence, that is not... like Yes, it's protected, but it doesn't mean that, like, the act of opposing it is, like, an attempt to silence speech, period. Like, that's, right. like, a really I ridiculous mean, also, like, simplification. Like, yeah, these private companies like Twitter, they have every... They can do whatever they want. They're a private company. right. You know, if if I go on if I go on Twitter right now and start becoming a white supremacist, I'm not going to get in trouble. You know, my freedom of speech is still protected, but Twitter has every right to ban me right. and not allow me to use their platform. So right. I don't know. Yeah, why doesn't Twitter shut down, down his like, account? You're silencing us. Like I want him to them Ooh, to shut Ooh. down Trump's account. Imagine. Oh, I know that'd be so fucking awesome. That would be such a power that move. That would be, would be like. Literally, like, like snipping his microphone cord. It would be crazy. That would be so funny. He would get so triggered. Oh, man. Please. Please, Twitter. Please. The only thing that would suck oh. is there'd be no vessel with which to find out his reaction. <laughs> and which is all I would want. Right. It's the one time I would want him to have something like Twitter. Because I'd want him to be like, really? Really? 
But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> seeing his reaction to getting suspended from Twitter. Like, where do we give him? Like, awesome. an ELO? Like, an LO account? Like, use this. I just want to see what the yeah. fuck you do. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, with this, like, like unite the right thing, like, the dream situation would be if there was actually, like, a cohesive strategy with the left and, like, and to a degree the media, not that, like, they're trustworthy in, like, the slightest bit. Um, but where it's, like, do not go to cover them. Do not go to protest them. Let them, like, exist as, like, an ephemeral event and... Right. and watch them leave We're doing our own thing. right and it's like there's a degree yeah. there's obviously the other side where it's like that is not an act of resistance or an act of like you know radical engagement it's sort of being passive it's passivity in action but it's also kind of like it's actually a strategy like it's a strategy to neutralize the thing yeah. that they're trying to ignite i don't know i just think there's no strategy going on and it's so fucking frustrated because they're like gaslighting everyone the right is so effective at gaslighting the left and making them feel crazy and like like they're the villains. I mean, look at Trump. He that whole yeah. that line about like um there was blame on both sides is gonna like haunt him. I mean, like the ramifications will be small because yeah. nothing matters in twenty seventeen. But like that's gonna be one of those, you know, like grab him by the pussy kind of like shorthands for Trump's like awfulness. I think. I think it'll remain totally. I agree. Oh geez. Well, we'll come back to all this, and I'm sure yeah, next geez. week there will be a clearer picture of kind of what the ban and departure means. But this is the news of today, and that boiled ham is is out. I'm sure as part of some evil plan that he is the mastermind of. But I'll take what I can get on yes. this gloomy Friday. So, Steve Bannon, you human ball sack. <laughs> go forth into the world and I don't know, fuck yourself. Yeah, like go wear the outfit that I know you've been dying to, which is like a white hood and like Bermuda shorts <laughs> and like <Right>. enter <laughs> the world <laughs> as the nightmare you are. Uh, well, from here, I guess from here, we're going to try to shift. Uh, Easily transition shift into. <laughs> easily transition. Easy transition. It actually, a smooth one. it is an easy transition because all of this is also a form of. Television. Uh, a form of what? Television. It's all kind of like, un- yes. it's, it moves at the pace of a soap opera. So we're talking about politics. very but. true. So Jack, what have you been watching on Le O Tele? It's English for telly. Well, uh, Pam and I, we, we got through like four episodes of The Handmaid's Tale. That's it? You're not down? Uh, it's cool. It's a good story. I think it's intriguing. It can be fucking slow at times. Like we'll be sitting there watching it, and like I'll be dozing off to sleep, which usually doesn't happen mm. with me on TV. Usually, I'm pretty engaged. I actually, um, this might but, be offensive to some, but I actually really recommend watching the show. Hi, <laughs> I watched like the first <laughs> three episodes in a stony state. I will say it on air. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. You think, yeah, you're, you, think I, you're, yeah. you think I'm a scared person? You think I got the title of town slut by being a scared person? No. <laughs> no. 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 Definitely That's not. That's how you claim that title. Town bicycle. Yeah. I'm not scared for everyone to take a ride. No, I'm fearless. So I'll say it. I was a little okay. stoned for the first three hours so, of Handmaid's Tale, and I loved it. Okay. You bet. Did you did you love it because that's a world in which you wish you were a part? I mean, that's a world in which uh, I would have been executed. Ta- like I'm a notorious yeah. town slut. Can you imagine right. Handmaid's Tale with suddenly think, me in that bonnet, like <sighs> hissing around? Yeah, you're like you, you would fucking love 
when they have to like execute a guy. Oh, the stoning. Yeah, when they fucking just beat the shit out of <laughs> that one guy. What did he do? He like killed someone or something. He he raped a pregnant handmaid. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Yes, yes. Oh my god, you know so, they'd be like, when I blow this, wi-, and already the rock is like hitting him. I'd be like on top of him, like right. biting his neck like a rabid like animal, like. <laughs> no, I I feel like it's a good. I mean, it's entertaining, and we're definitely gonna finish the series the season. Um, but I don't know. I think I'm, I'm stupid and I feel like I need to know the background of like, how exactly did this happen? Like what the wor- kind the world of building of it? Like, how did we get here? Yeah. I need to, yeah. I need to know like what drove people to go back to such hardcore Christianity. Uh, and like, why is it called Gilead? What's that about? <laughs> like a autocorrect of Gilligan for did a Gilligan's Island fan. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, who came up with the idea of separating the women into different, like, jobs? It's really interesting, though. The Marthas and the Handmaids. Well, on and the like, on the show, the, oh, it, there's a, um, there's, like, a, a, like, a pregnancy problem. There's, like, a low fertility rate. Right, yeah, yeah, So it's anyone like a, pregnant is right. both valued and made into a <clears throat> Is a handmaid. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's sort of, it's sort of like uh, children, of, th- children of men in that way. Even, like, the logo kind of looks like children of right. men. Right. <laughs> Mm, yeah. No, I mean, I, I think it's it's especially poignant now because, like, I mean, this is as close to fascism as America's ever been, so that's fucking crazy. Right, right. Um, and so I, I appreciate it in that, um, you know, in that atmosphere, but I don't know, a little slow, not my favorite, but, you know, we'll finish Keep it. Keep watching, because it gets really interesting. Serena Joy is a really, is an is a really interesting character. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Keep watching. What else are you watching? Uh, watching that. We're falling behind on Twin Peaks, which I know you say is a big mistake. We'll hear from that a little bit later. Yeah. But recently, we've been watching uh, the Jason Bateman-driven thriller slash drama Ozark. Is it a drama or is which, it like kind uh, of a dark comedy? I couldn't tell. No, it's not a dark comedy. They kind of he he plays it like totally straight. He's like he's like a calculating. Uh, a lot of people compare it to Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think it's really uh, that similar to Breaking Bad. Mm. It's like it's like they wanted David Fincher to direct the series, but they couldn't get you him. You can tell it has so that like, filter, oh, that blue yeah. gray ass filter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were like, well, let's just throw a filter on the camera and like make it widescreen and then have creepy music. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like we couldn't get Trent Reznor, uh, yeah, but we got know. his cousin, Steve. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, we got Pete Reznor, yeah. Jerry Reznor. <laughs> Jerry Reznor, like, hi guys, like 12 inch nails. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Is it good? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's entertaining. Like, as far as like the Netflix shows go, it's kind of hard. like I have a hard time really like landing on one. Yeah, we watched we watched all of the the, the series Glow, which was okay. Oh, I really want to see know, that. After that, it's like yeah. I mean, it's okay. That's another one. that's like it's okay. I feel like I haven't seen like a Wow Me Netflix show since Stranger Things came. Yeah, out. Yeah, dude, there is no such. There's few Wow Me Stranger Things or sorry Netflix shows. There's so many Netflix shows, yeah. but very few that are. That, like, blow me away. Amazon, I think, always has, yeah. like, the more interesting things going on, if anything. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. Uh, the the ones that have 
even the Netflix shows that have come out like in the last year, like I didn't really like the latest season of Master of None. Mm. Oh, interesting. A very was, divisive thought, season. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was just like, dude, like, I, I, I don't know. I'm getting sick of these shows where the lead characters are just like awesome at their job. I just what? <laughs> I think it's because I'm still looking for one. Oh my God, trigger. Like he's just so good at his job. He's so great at his job and he just takes it for so much granted. Yeah, right, right. I'm like, dude, like <laughs> you're a host of a TV show and you're just like bitching about it. I don't get it. And he's like, I don't know. how. Whatever. Uh, whatever. I have problems I mean, with season he's a two. Of that he's a nerd. Too. Why is he so, why does he get to have sex with these beautiful women? He's a nerdy guy. <laughs> he's charming, I guess. He has his charm. Yeah, I mean, he's charming. I mean. I don't want to, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to. I, I like, I'm like pretty in between on this season. I can't tell. I mean, a, a little, too much of it is like, is like purporting to be like art. I was like, oh my God. Like. These those three yeah, New no. York yeah. vignettes, I was like, give me a break. Like this is the most right. like, I don't know. You can tell this. You can tell these seasons. Sorry, saw like two Fellini films, like one Robert Altman movie, and then was just like, all right, let's just like <laughs> make a season. Yeah. It's just like the black Slap and white. Yeah, I just kind of think that there's yeah. this way in which it's like both taking itself like seriously as yeah. high art yeah. and also not taking itself seriously enough, and it's kind of like insincerely like weird i don't know there's just there's something about it yeah. that just won't double down on a on a tone that i find i don't respect the show like i i enjoy watching it but i don't have a lot of respect for it if that makes sense <laughs> it's like the first episode they're in italy and there's like a scene where someone steals his bike it's like oh yeah dude i took freshman cinema too yeah dog. yeah dude I, we've all seen that we all wikipedia the bicycle thief once in our early 20s like we all right. like <laughs> This isn't, like, give me a break. It was all so, like, film production 101 yeah. undergrad. Like, I just can't. And, like, but, the deaf episode, the, the, like, vignette about, like, a deaf couple, it was just, like, come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, Though it yeah, does yeah. have yeah, one yeah. extremely good joke, which is, like, they're talking about, like, a gaping pussy or something, and, like, another deaf woman comes up and in sign language is like, can you keep it down? Like, my children are here. <laughs> yeah, 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 and they're so deaf, funny. like, running around doing sign language. It, right. I thought that was, like, an incredibly great <laughs> joke. That's about it. That is pretty funny, right? <laughs> but I will say this. The hottest episode on TV, the hottest show on TV involves a nephew and, a, and, a, and an aunt possibly hooking up. Um, I'm listening. Guess the show. A nephew and an aunt possibly hooking up. I don't looking like they're gonna hook up. I don't know. What is it? Real hot. Hello. Take a guess. <laughs> I, I, it, it shows. It, it's on. It's on HBO. Nephew and an aunt. Uh, oh, your fuck. co-host of this podcast fuck, is obsessed. No. <laughs> How could I have even yeah. for a second like? doubted that a show where like incest is like TikTok was probably gonna be yeah. fucking game of thrones we're getting close to doomsday yeah the clock is heading right to zero and we're like game of excited, thrones like what's the vibe like yes dude everyone wants Jon snow to fuck his aunt <laughs> everyone is down we're rooting for it Put your dick in her pussy, John. Like, at, get it over with. At any point, tell me like what exactly I'm supposed to supposed to root for. Like again, you lost me, dude. Like <laughs> everyone, it's funny because like on the show, everyone's like incest is bad, incest is bad. But then like the show's gonna finish with a fucking aunt marrying her nephew. Is that what? Ha is that what's gonna happen? 
yeah, that's what it's looking like. They're they're fall they're falling slowly. They're slowly falling in love over the course of the seven episode the seven episode season half season they're doing. Episode six has already leaked on the internet. Of course, I've seen it. Oh my god, fuck yeah! HBO has like not been able to hold it in their pants. Like, what's going on? Well, I don't know. Apparently, the, one one time they were just straight up hacked, and then last week, what happened was they uploaded the long the wrong Swedish, one. Swedish, <laughs> yeah, Sweden's HBO website like jumped the gun. They were too ready to whack it to incest porn. Yeah, honestly, like everyone and, uh, is actually, really like climaxing early. If yeah. you catch my drift. Jesus yeah. Christ. So, yeah, it's just, it, yeah, so there's going to be a lot of inc- <laughs> incest wow. uh, okay. in the next, <laughs> next season of Game of Thrones. Uh, and as you can tell, I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm so. pretty excited for you. This is great. I just love that the show is like, fuck yes! Incest! Like, mm-hmm, babe, <laughs> like, for sure. Like, whatever, like, gets your rocks right. off. And that's going to be the conclusion. The conclusion is going to be like, yep, we're a happily incesty married couple. <laughs> it's going to be like the last episode is going to be like the end, like last scene of Sausage Party. It's just going to be like a huge orgy. <laughs> totally. Well, God bless. I'm pretty here for it. I mean, I just want this show to end so I can like X, like like you porn a supercut of all the sex scenes and like really pretty much treat it like a previously on. <laughs> In my opinion. Yeah, totally. This this season so far, there's been a there's been how many sex scenes? Not many. Not many. But the one really memorable one, not many. But the one really memorable one involved a guy who, in the story, doesn't have a dick or balls. What? Uh, so yeah. So what? He, yeah. He's like the first uh, guy to try anal I, in history. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> is it is it is it, the unit, is Game of Thrones who, actually an show, origin story about anal? <laughs> No, no. Although there is anal on the show. I mean, maybe they don't specifically address it, but, you know, come on, it happens. Yeah, no, definitely. But uh, in the show, people who don't have penis or balls are called eunuchs. Uh-huh. And in this world, that kind of happens, you know, on the reg. Mm. So it's like a thing that people deal with kind of regularly, being a eunuch or whatever, you know, a eunuch. Anyway. Because their stuff was cut off. eunuch dude has. Yeah, their stuff was cut off. Yikes. Like, and not just the balls, like the penis too, like everything. Hot. <laughs> so they look like a, yeah, they look basically just like Ken dolling it up. <laughs> and there's a scene where this like Ken doll, they sit, I mean, they don't scissor, but he goes down on this really beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know, I don't know, maybe he's got a, a, an erogenous zone uh, on the back of his knee. Maybe it's like. Yeah, like yeah, it's not a bad idea. But they probably milk his prostate. I think that's probably the way you got to go if you don't have a dick or balls, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, also, what's this show about again? Like, <laughs> um, it's about like political <laughs> drama, or, I don't know, dragons. I like that one of the big mysteries whatever. is like, how did he come? Does he have like a little like right. male clit on his <laughs> knee? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, but that's apparently what happens to people who lose their penis. You like develop an erogenous zone. Elsewhere on your body. Is that true? God, the human body is amazing. Like, talk about, like, a ride or yeah. die. Your body's like, don't worry, dude. Like, I got you. I'll figure out something yeah. else. <laughs> You're coming. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, trust me. You'll be coming. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, you're 19. You so have two that's what years I've been left watching. on this earth. You're coming. <laughs> <laughs> you okay over there? <laughs> Breaking news. Jack is dead. <laughs> yeah. I've got the black lung. No, I don't know. I've had this cough for a little bit. I don't know. It's got to go away. I love it. Eventually. Save it for Sweeps Week. We need drama. <laughs> yeah. But what have you been watching? 
Um, I've been playing a little bit of catch up. I won't let. Um, I've been yeah. catching up on the first season of this FX show I've been meaning to watch called Better Things. It's executive produced by Louis C.K. and stars Pamela Pamela Alden, who on Louis plays the other mother that Louis like friends with, like on the park, who like also like is like a begrudging, complaining sort of like misanthropic woman. You know who I'm talking about on Louis pa- Pamela? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she has a show on FX that I've been, like, meaning to watch forever and just, like, because there's so much TV, like, never watch. And then she got an Emmy nom. She, like, snuck in with an Emmy nomination randomly. So I, like, gave me, like, the fire I needed to start, like, trying to catch up. So I've been watching cool. that, and it's really great. I highly recommend it. She's really funny, and it's real. the show's just really, like, intimate and really fun. I don't know. It's I think it's really, really awesome. Um, and then, other than that, I'm... I've been watching this. I've been watching Insecure, of course, which is. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually, actually, I've been trying to watch the uh, web series. Oh, it's Awkward Black Girl. Funny. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. I remember watching it like a few <coughs> years ago and thinking it's like it's kind of slow. Like it moves at this like web seriesy pace where like some takes yeah. are just like two beats too long and it kind of drags. But it's also really like she's really great and it's really i, I can see why yeah, that was great. a great pitch or i can see why like a show was guaranteed because that i remember watching that in like 2010 2011 and everyone being like this girl's about to be like the first big like youtube like deal inked and it took <laughs> her like forever to get this show which yeah. is crazy um but also like not that surprising and like you know, don't need to get into, like, my suspicions about why, but it took Broad City, like, 15 minutes, so I don't know. Um, But Insecure's been great, so I've been, like, loving that. Um, But really, Twin Peaks has just been my, like, weekly meditative, like... Your shit. It's been my shit. Like, I have not enjoyed myself like this in so long when it comes to TV. Like, one, I love not having a binge situation. I love... That I like this model of every week. Like, it just works better for me. I feel like I can be on the same page with people. I don't need to, like, rush to finish it so I can read everything about Like, you know, I just don't like this yeah. marathon-ass way of viewing things. Like, for the most part, I don't let it bother me, thankfully. Um, but, you know, I just prefer this. Like, every Sunday, it's, like, such a treat. And I'm going to be so sad when it's over. I'm going to be so, so sad because I've it's been, like, one of the best viewing experiences I've had in a long time. So yeah. Twin Peaks has been my, like big one and i've also been watching some of um i've been like trying to like mosey my way through the defiant ones the hbo four-part documentary Mm -hmm. about dr dre and Mm -hmm. jimmy iveen and Mm -hmm. oh i saw that yeah yeah i'm not i'm not like all the way through i'm like finishing up the first chapter so i have like three almost like three and three quarters to go it's pretty good like it's not really like blowing my mind but i'm really enjoying it i think it's like really well shot and like the first three are the first three are what good the first three are good Mm -hmm. the first three are good Shock, uh, yeah, spoiler, the last one's basically a big fucking episode for Beats. Oh, really? A big, big ad for Beats. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Pretty much, that's exactly what, like, the NWA, or, like, the Straight Outta Compton, like, closing credits were. <laughs> they were suddenly, like, a Beats commercial. Right. I was like, okay. Right. Um, which was, you know, a kind of, like, bizarro thing, if you ask me. But, so I've been watching that, and yeah, those are, like, my, my big little daddies. So, what, can I ask you about... Twin Peaks, because I haven't been watching it for the past, like, four episodes, maybe. Yeah, you can ask me a couple questions. I won't tell you too much, though, because I do want you to watch it. But, yeah, ask me. Do you think, will, do you think, 
the show will resolve with like the old agent Dale Cooper coming back, or has that happened already? Um, it ha- okay, so it has not happened yet. I'll tell you that much. It has not happened <clears throat> yet. That's I... gonna be like that's like the new Laura Palmer, right? That's supposed to just never happen, right? Right, right. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Um, I didn't think about that. That Lynch finally got his dream, which is to not resolve this thing that people want resolved, whereas it was like enforced yes. on him to resolve it before. Um. Yeah, that's a really great read. I don't know. I can't. Up until recently, I was like, of course he will awaken. But then every theory I had for like what would prompt the awakening occurred, and it his awake he had nothing to do with it. Like the big one I thought was that he was gonna yeah. see Audrey, Audrey Horn, and that it would awaken mm. him. Mm. Um, technically, he has. I will just say he has not seen Audrey yet. We have, but he has not. <coughs> so I don't know. But <clears throat> I I don't know if he'll ever come back. I don't know. Do you? What do you think? I don't. I'm starting to think he might not. <laughs> no, I don't think he will. You don't, you don't or you do? I think for just for the reason... I don't think yes, he will. Yes. And it's for the reason you said. I think it's like an opportunity for David Lynch to like be like... <laughs> yeah, finally get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, definitely. So. Yeah, I kind of think you're right. I mean, when you watch the show... When you, when you catch up on the last three weeks, which I really urge you to, they're like, one of them is really tough, the other one is better, and then last week's was like... This past Sunday's was like a real like nitrous boost um yeah i think like i think you're i think you might be right i mean one of the things that i'm noticing as like a story and we can talk about it next week is sort of like this idea of like people like these 25 years have passed and things have both changed completely and not changed at all and that's sort of like like, ain't it the truth? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, watching yeah. Twin Peaks in the context of, like, you know, I mean, I don't think there's a lot of, like, Twin Peaks, one of the things that makes it great is it's, like, immune from any sort of, like, context, political or otherwise, of things happening in the world, which I know, which people, including myself, yeah. it's my favorite way to, like, as you know, watch anything, which is, like, frame it within, like, what's happening. And maybe that's been, like, the thrill of watching Twin Peaks. It feels so devoid of context. It's mm. in such a vacuum. So it's, right. you know, not a reflection mm. of anything in the real world that's happening now, except for mm. the fact that, like, you know, this idea that, like, everything changes and nothing changes, which I find to be, like, a really, Mm. like, emotional Mm. and moving notion, especially because so many of the people who have returned on this show have, in the time since they filmed and the time since it's aired, passed away. So many, like, three of them, three people. Um, The log lady died. Um, I mean, multiple people. She was, hers is a really, hers really moves me anytime I see her on screen because um, that actress was diagnosed with cancer and she's using her like real breathing tube, her real like dialysis tubes on the show. And I just find it to be like really, 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 really incredible. But yeah, so that's really interesting because you're kind of watching real life ghosts in some weird way. Um, Yeah, so I don't know. But to answer your question, I do not, I don't think he'll come back. And I think I'm okay with that. (laughs) I mean, like, I, I want, I want a moment of like, like, I'll probably scream audibly if he's to awaken from this, like, prolonged slumber. Mm. And the thing is, he is, like, awakening, you know? Like, this performance is, you know... Right, yeah. He, it's he, it's yeah, subtle, yeah. but it is happening. I don't know if that means, like, it's a guaranteed <clears throat> moment in which it'll be like, ah, oh, but, like, I do think there's, like, a slight awakening, but I still don't think we'll get it. But this performance is so... Like, this is the kind of acting performance that is, like, so good. Like, of course it will never win an award. It's, like, so subtle you know what i mean like yeah it's like you can't even tell anything's happening it's all below the surface but it's so (laughs) impressive to me it's so kyle mclaughlin is so impressive love love mclaughlin love my boy mclaughlin yeah i mean we we talked about the first episode of our podcast it was like people are probably going to be wanting 
something and they're not going to get it. Right. And this whole like <clears throat> story arc of Dale Cooper kind of being a zombie or like a super evil dude. Right. I think that's exactly like what we were talking about. Totally. I think so too. I totally think so too. Um, mm. And I'm pretty into it. I think it's incredible. We'll talk about it more. You should watch it and we'll talk about it more in the coming weeks, obviously. We're nearing the finale. There's only like five more left, four more left. Oh. I know. I'm sad. Um, should we get to our good friends? We should probably wrap up and um, our good friend is yeah. coming this Monday. We're kind of doing an early good friend for this one. It hasn't arrived yet. Yeah. But why not? Let's do it. Our good friend of the week is the impending eclipse on Monday. Um, the solar eclipse. It's going to be beautiful. I really wish that we lived in the zone of totality. Um, tell uh, me what that is. Very impressive. That's what I call my asshole. The zone of totality. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Your asshole. Yeah. It's your asshole, but it's also the the path that the uh, <clears throat> the sun's going to take. Where if you live in the zone of totality, you'll be able to see like a complete and total blackout. Whereas. <gasps> Like, for us in California, it's only going to be, like, it's not going to be totally complete. It'll be mostly blacked out, and I assume same goes for you in New York City. Mm-hmm. I think okay, we're, so we're going to get more look of it. up, it. Google it right now. Google Zone of Totality, and you'll see what I mean. It has, like, a, it has like a path. Uh, oh, so where do you have to be for and Zone? you can tell. <clears throat> it, it'll show. Google it, and, like, the first thing that pops up is, like, a, a thing that with, a, with, like, a path of the zone. Active oh, my forecast. God. Look at the path of Zone. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, so I present like the Port, path of zone. Like, <clears throat> if you live in like Oregon or uh, parts of Wyoming or parts of like Nebraska, Missouri, yes. the biggest city that is going to totally be blacked out is, is Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, so that's so tight. Nashville is going to, yeah, my friend. Nashville is going to do its best impression of you on your twenty first birthday. Yeah. <laughs> totally I, how many jokes like literally like me when i was 21 right. like city's black um <laughs> josh is doing a little road trip with a couple of friends down to south carolina for monday so he's also going to be in the zone oh, judging by this map that's cool <clears throat> good for him yeah so tight oh it's gonna be so fun okay so here's the question how the fuck do i look at this thing like i have to buy like glasses or i have to like get like toilet paper rolls and put like aluminum foil or something i can't look at it right well i go yeah. blind immediately well, you're just not, it's just generally not a good idea to stare directly into the sun. Tell me that's more. Mostly what it's about. <laughs> yeah, that's bad for you. But, uh, but uh, yeah, <clears throat> like, did you, you remember the episode of Mad Men where there's an eclipse? Um, I don't remember it too well, no. It's like the episode where Don Draper falls in love with his kid's teacher. Mm. And they, like, have a May Day event. <clears throat> yeah. And they're at the pole. And then it's like, oh, everybody get your, like, get your no glasses solar thing eclipse we made. Yeah. box. Yeah, so just do that. I have to make one of those? Fuck, how do I do that? Yeah, make one of those. Okay, maybe <clears throat> I will. Is there anything? I, Amazon had to recall a bunch of these glasses that were apparently, like, fake. <laughs> mm. Did you hear mm. about that? Mm. They were, like, selling these, like, faulty yeah. ones. Yeah, so brutal. <laughs> The devil time goes yeah, to life like in life in general. Yeah, like the fact that I wake up every day and I'm like, 
Really? Like, my soul had to continue? Yeah. Couldn't have perished in my sleep? Really? Like, okay, yeah, that's not annoying yeah. or anything. Yeah. yeah. So, I hate being alive, and being alive right now sucks. And, uh... So, I, I really wish that the Zone of Totality would just wipe us all out. Yeah. That'd be really... Take care of my anxiety. That'd be so tight. I wish, like, the Zone of Totality went from, like... Oregon down to Florida, but the zone of like fatality started like in New Mexico and went straight <laughs> to New York and like zigzagged back the to you. Yeah, and it just like killed everyone <laughs> in that V. <laughs> oh, if only, if dude. Only. If fucking only. I know. I mean, yeah. you know, oh. you you, you oh. never get what you wish for. Next time it's eleven eleven. I'm gonna no. s- like mutter under my breath. May the zone of fatality be true and real, and then close my eyes while tears form. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I can't wait for that. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Um, next week, I'm really excited cool. to debut also my new brand, which is actually not just former Juror, which I announced earlier today. Um, it is, yeah, it's a really exciting time, but I'll give you like a teaser. My new <clears throat> thing is, um, is, is being a witch. So everything sort Whoa, of, okay. yeah, I, I'm really into like incantations right now. So if I want like the zone of fatality, um, It'll be things like Eye of Newt, like Scrod of Salamander, like May this Lord, like a lot of that. So I'm really excited to um, do some incantations during the during the eclipse and see what happens. Oh, that's hella cool. Yeah, dude. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. Oh, yeah. So fun. I know. I love that for me. Hmm. Um, well, with that, I guess we'll bid... Yeah. Our lovely fans adieu. I think that's it. That's it. That's yeah. fucking it. I'm on my way to catch um, a screening of Landline, the new Jenny Slate movie. Pretty excited to see it. Um, that's cool. I'm on my way to start moving. Um, Way to bury the lead, you bitch. What are you talking about? Burying the lead. Me and Pam are moving to Fairfax tomorrow. Girl, you didn't tell me. I'm so excited. Yeah, we're going to Fairfax. That's so tight. Are you going cool. to get Fairbucks? What's that? What? Fairbucks? It's Fairfax's monetary system. Shut the fuck up, Fairbucks. Wait. Get out of are here. Are you kidding? Are you kidding Wait, me? Wait, you don't know about Fairbucks? Shut the fuck up. Dude. This doesn't exist. Yeah, Fairbucks, it's, it's to urge you to shop locally. One Fairbucks is like the equivalent of like two US dollars. You didn't know about this? You can get them at like the post Shut office. The fu- <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Oh my God. You're high, Wait, dude. I'm so, I wish. Go watch the fucking Handmaid's Tale. Because <laughs> I'm stoned as fuck. <clears throat> Yeah, what? Like, what did I, like, rape a pregnant handmaid? Because I'm stoned. (laughs) Like, yikes, that's... I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm gonna have to do research on this. I kind of don't believe you. Wait, Google it. kind of tricking me. No, that's real. Yeah, I am, and it... I don't see... It's like, it's taking me to some Facebook page. Fairbucks, fairbucks fairbucks.com. Is this the... What is this? Like, get paid fair? What is wait, that? What, yeah, what if you opened that and suddenly it was, um, like, me having accessed your, like, hard drive? <laughs> like, welcome, like, you have now given access to Rod. <laughs> no, Fairfax creates its own local currency, own bitch. Communities are coming up with innovative ways to keep money local and raise some extra funds for local projects. Fairfax in Marin County is the latest town to offer an alternative currency. Oh, the small town of Fairfax has minted, minted its own $3 coin. We created the fair... Fair bucks because we know we have a strong sense of local here, said Pam Hartwall Herrero, executive director of Sustainable oh, Fairfax. Get into it. It's going to be great. Fairfax Local Currency Project Fairbuck. Yeah, okay. We'll do Get it. into it, bitch. 
I totally intend on like going to meetings and being a like city council thing. So I'll do. Wait, that. do you really? <clears throat> yeah, sure. That's gonna be great. I actually really urge you to do that. I think it's so awesome to like be involved in your community like yeah. that. And you're going to be it. near a delicious, delicious ice cream place. Scoop. There it is. Yeah, Scoop's dope. Scoop's great. Um, okay. I can't wait. My friend, I'm excited for you to start moving. I'm excited to catch this movie. Um, they serve food in the theater, cool. so hopefully cross your fingers for tater tots for your girl, because I really want some. Crossing. Crossing. Cross your fingers for me for a good move. I'm going to cross my fingers for a good move, but I'm going to cross them a little tighter for the tater tots. It's just like a value system thing, like, which is just more important. Um, Fair enough. I understand. Um, I love you a lot. and I love you a lot, too. And thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed the eclipse on Monday. We hope you will all be incinerated by some miracle shortly thereafter. May the zone of fatality <laughs> bless you with a quick ending. And until we see you in the afterlife, a B movie to you. B freaking movie. B friggin' movie. (laughs) Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. La, 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 la.